Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Hadas Kuznets at one of the research labs here at Children's Hospital, and I'm with Dr. Zenobia Kofer, who is a biomedical researcher at Children's Hospital. We're talking about an event that she is hosting. It's a Q&A session about the soda tax at the FUMO Family Library of the Free Library of Philadelphia, 2437 South Broad Street. That will take place on Monday, June 5th from 530 to 6.30, and then she's going to repeat the event on Monday, June 12th at the Walnut Street West branch of the Free Library of Philadelphia. So what made you decide that you wanted to talk about this? I wanted to talk about this because I like soda, and I also wanted to find ways to make soda less expensive for myself, even though I am in support of what the tax is going to support, which is pre-K program, rec centers, and libraries, of course. And that's also why I decided to have it at the library. You said there's a lot of confusion about the soda tax that you wanted to clear up, which is one of the reasons that you are holding this event. What do you hope to accomplish? What information you want to get out there? I hope that people will know which items are taxed and which items are not taxed. So there's been some confusion about why diet sodas are taxed. That is taxed because they have an added sweetener in them. So basically the soda tax is a cute little abbreviation of what is taxed, but it's the sugar sweetened beverage tax and that's any beverage that has added sweeteners in it, including diet sodas and regular sodas and also items that have fruit juice that is less than 50%. I understand you're also getting some city representatives involved? Yes. At the FUBMO Family Branch event, there's going to be two representatives from the city for people that have questions about the soda tax related to city questions. As far as you're concerned, you're just a soda lover. Yes. I only care about soda. For me, there's no real politics involved. It's only the sugary taste of the drink. And I understand you're bringing some experiments with you. They're basically just recipes that people might be interested in on if they are interested in making their own soda at home or own sugary drinks. So I'll, I'll be bringing recipes on how to make soda using simple syrups and also sugary drinks such as iced tea, lemonade, limeade things like that. As a foodie then? Yes. Okay, so now we're standing in the lab and you have this contraption that you're going to show me. What What is this? And I understand you're bringing this to the library. I will bring something similar to the library. Maybe not this one, but something similar. This is simply just a hot plate. And in lab solutions, which I'm not going to be bringing, it's used to mix in dry chemicals with water. So you just turned it on. I just turned it on. And the neat thing about this is that there's a magnet at the bottom that will constantly be stirring whatever you put in the solution so it becomes one. Is this how soda is made? This is not how soda is made. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I will be bringing this to make the simple syrup so people can see how sugar and water together plus heat, which will be part of the hot plate, hence the hot plate uh, definition, uh, so they can make a nice syrup 
to mix in with um, carbonated water or just plain water. So you need to use this in order to make the syrup to make the soda. Yes. Can anybody use this or make this? Anybody can make this a simple syrup, especially. Anyone who has an idea or a love of different flavors can make a simple syrup, which is basically two cups water to one cup sugar. And you can infuse it with different flavors like orange peels or vanilla beans or whatever you think would taste good to your own palate. Is this an item that if you love soda that you can keep in your kitchen as like a staple of soda making? I would say the best thing in your kitchen to make a simple syrup is your stove. You don't need to get a hot plate. You just need to get a heat source and something that will melt the sugar into the water. What about the process here? I see that you have magnetic rod bar. This is just to keep it constantly stirring. But again, in your kitchen, you would just use a spoon. The benefits of being a researcher, you have all of these items at your disposal. Yes. Having this item, does it make it easier to make soda syrup? No, this is just a demonstration way to be on the floor and show a large group of people or even a small group of people hands-on how to make soda. So how do you make your own soda? Well, for the easy-peasy connoisseurs such as most people, you would buy seltzer water or any kind of carbonated, unflavored water. You would make your simple syrup, which is, as I said, two cups water to one cup sugar. When the simple syrup is a liquid, you can mix those two together with whatever flavoring you want, and then you have a soda. What's the ratio of the syrup to the seltzer that you like? It depends on taste. So some people might like it sweeter than others, but you're not going to use all the two cups of syrup. Got it. Okay, so you had some recipe. You have some recipes in mind that you're bringing, and you can make a lot of these at home. You're saying using yes. natural flavors. Yes, natural flavors, spices, anything you can think of. Some people even have milk in them to make egg cream sodas. That's how you make egg cream sodas. Yeah. Interesting. Now, when you heard about the tax, did you think, well, I'm going to go make some of my own? Or have you always been into making your own soda? I've always been into livening up seltzer water because I have a sweet tooth. But when I heard about the tax, I wasn't as uh, disappointed when I realized what it was going to fund. Did that prompt you also to sit in your kitchen and kind of experiment with different ingredients? Not really, because I've always been experimenting with like seltzer water, putting juice in seltzer water, making lavender syrup from lavender leaves that are boiled in with the simple syrup. So I've always had an experimental edge to the drinks I do. It's part of who you are, it seems. You're a researcher, after all. <laughs> <laughs> With that, too, yes. Yeah. Mm. Um, what are some of the combinations that you discovered in your kitchen that you think some people might be pleasantly surprised by the taste? I would say the one that most people won't think of is basil. Just putting maybe 10 to 20 basil leaves in your simple syrup gives a nice refreshing taste, or even putting some cucumbers in, and you have a nice refreshing taste as well. And I didn't make this myself, but I saw some soda that was made from celery seeds, and that was refreshing as well. Wow, interesting. What do you want people to get out of this event at the Free Library, the two events at the Free Library? I want people to know that they can make their own soda to feel comfortable with experimenting with tastes that they like and think that other people would like and 
to know that also this tax is going to fund programs at the free library, the free library in general, rec centers, and the pre-K program. So you're happy because it's for a good cause. Yes. Are you going to be making more of these sugary drinks at home? Yes. Anything else you want to add? Just that the soda tax Q&A session at the Walnut Street West Branch Library will be 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. on June 12th. So the Walnut Street West Branch takes place from 6.30 to 7 p.m. on June 12th. The one the previous week at the FUMO Family Library in South Philadelphia takes place from 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. on Monday, June 5th. And it's, it's free. It's a free event, and people are welcome to come with their ideas and a straw. Oh, let's talk about that. It's BYOS. Yes. Bring your own straw. People will come with a straw, and I'll supply the different flavor syrups and the carbonated water for them to try. Are these syrups that you're gonna, you will have created at home? These are syrups that I'm going to present in real time. Oh, you're going to make them on site? Yes. And then people can taste them. Yes. So it's a soda Q&A with information, recipes, and taste testing. Yes. Sounds like a lot of fun. It does, doesn't it? Yes. (laughs) All right, check it out. Dr. Zenovia Kofer is a biomedical researcher here at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. She's hosting two Q&A soda tax events, one on Monday, June 5th in South Philadelphia at the FUMO Family Library, and the second one the following week on Monday, June 12th at the Walnut Street West branch of the Free Library of Philadelphia. Thank you so much. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.